0: Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Not in Methodist Church. My name is Bayo Ogambade, and I am one of the associate pastors here at Not in Methodist. I'm so thankful and so grateful that you all are here to join us in worship this morning. Whether you are in person or online, we are happy to have you here. Before we get into today's festivities, I've got a few announcements for you. The first thing is that my other fellow associate, the Reverend Stephen Coleman, will be preaching today on gratitude and how it applies to our lives. So it's going to be a great sermon. I'm looking forward to it, and I hope you are too. The next thing is that next Sunday, everyone say next Sunday. Next Sunday Sunday is our gather and go service. We will be here in the sanctuary, and we will only have one service, not two, not three, one service, one combined service here in our sanctuary next Sunday. I want to invite you to look into your bulletin. and You can see and find more information about how you can sign up to be a part of Gather and Go. We have a lot of different opportunities for everyone to get involved in. I also want to invite you to get your green Reveille t-shirt. I'm going to go grab my t-shirt. I'm going to show you guys. Hold on a second. Make sure you grab one of these in the Welcome Center after worship. And additionally, wear this next Sunday with you. We'll be wearing these out into our community as we go out and serve. I also want to share that we also will have child care available next Sunday for your children as well. Also, on Sunday the 26th, we will have the Advent Reef Celebration in the Youth Center at 9.30. It'll be a great opportunity to celebrate, and there will also be an opportunity to get involved in some intergenerational Sunday school as well. I hope you guys will tune in and check it out. Again, that's on the 26th. And today is the last day to submit your hard questions. Last week, our Reverend Dr. Pete Moon, our lead pastor, mentioned that we will be starting a series in January on the hard questions. And if you have any hard questions, again, I direct you to go to your bulletin. There's a link in there. Uh, and submit your questions so it could be considered for our series. With all that being said, may the Lord be with you. Friends, I invite you now to rise in body and or in spirit for our call to worship. Sing praises to God, O you saints, and give thanks to God's holy name. We
1: exalt you, O God, for you have restored us
0: to life. You hear us, O God, and you are gracious in our distress. Our souls cannot be silent. O oh God, our Savior, to give thanks to you forever, let us worship the Lord.
2: Let us worship the Lord through the singing of hymn number 66 Praise my soul, the King of Heaven. my soul.
0: Now, friends, I'd like to invite you to join me in our prayer of common confession. Oh, God, so often we take you for granted. We take for granted that you will answer our prayers, that you will heal us and make us whole. We take for granted that you love us, Forgive us for not appreciating your grace and presence in our lives. Help us to be more thankful. Give us faith to see you in everything and everyone around us so that we may be truly grateful. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Here's the good news, everyone. We have been redeemed and reconciled by Christ's blood. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are forgiven. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are
1: forgiven.
0: Glory to God. Amen. And now, people who have been redeemed and reconciled by Christ's blood, I invite you all to exchange signs of peace with one another.
3: All of our beautiful children forward. My name is Karen Rios. I'm the children's director at Reveille United Methodist Church. And for all of you who are worshiping with us online, if there are any children present, please move closer to your screens because this is for you as well. Hello there, everybody. How are we doing? Pretty Good. It's a little chilly today. (laughs) All right. Well, I wanted to talk to you today about something that I think is a very important thing. A few weeks ago, you guys put on costumes, you went out, and maybe you came here, and you celebrated something. And what was that something called? Go for it. Okay, Trunk or Treat, which was what? Holiday-ish? What was that day that... Yes, Izzy? Halloween. Halloween. Great. And you know what? In uh, another month, we're going to be celebrating another holiday. And it's a very special holiday where we may give gifts to people and... We get all cozy and we have, yeah, what is it? Christmas. Christmas. I was going to keep going, but they were ready. Um, But between these two days is another holiday that I think is just as important. And what would that holiday be? Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. So today, this past week I was actually doing this, I was doing this type of thing what are these what are they they're not christmas cards but they do have something written on them what do they have on them they are thanks i was actually doing thank you cards this week and i actually like doing thank you cards because do you know why we send thank you cards to people What do you think? Why would we send thank you cards to people? Can I help you out? It's It's to say thank you. It's to say thank you. It is to say thank you for the many things. And what are we thankful for? So what are some of the things that we are thankful for? Izzy? She said her grandma's coming over. You said today? She's coming. Oh, so grandma's coming to visit. That's a good thing to be thankful for. And when I ask my students at the studio, most of them say that they are thankful for their families. But there's something else that we can be thankful for too. What else can we be thankful for? Our friends. Our friends. Okay. Anybody else? Carly? God! Yes, we are so thankful for God. Yes. And so, when we are celebrating Thanksgiving, we want to just know that we are going to be thankful for all the many things. I'm going to hand these out now because I'm thinking that this upcoming week, if there is somebody in your life that you are thankful for, you don't need to write a big note or you can just keep it, but you're going to write a thank you, or maybe you want to draw a picture and give it to somebody, and you can express your thanks to that person for being in your life, or you can keep it. All righty, will you pray with me? Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father, thank you for this beautiful day, and thank you for the gift of our loved ones, Family and, family and friends. And thank you for creating us. For creating us. We, are so we are so grateful to be here. And we ask these things in Jesus' name. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. You guys can head on back to your chairs.
4: Please join me in praying the prayer for illumination. Come, my light, and illuminate my darkness. Come, my life, and revive me from death. Come, my physician, and heal my wounds. Come, divine love, and kindle my heart with flame of your love. Come, my king sit upon the throne of my heart and reign there. For you alone are my King and my Lord. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Today's first lesson is from the book of 2 Corinthians, chapter 9, verses 6 through 15. This may be found in, on page 942 of your Pew Bible. The point is this. The one who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and the one who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. Each of you must give as you have made up your mind, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. And God is able to provide you with every blessing in abundance, so that by always having enough of everything, You may share abundantly in every good work. As it is written, he scatters abroad, he gives to the poor, his righteousness endures forever. He who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will supply and multiply your seed for sowing and increase the harvest of your righteousness. You will be enriched in every way for your great generosity, which will produce thanksgiving to God through us. For the rendering of this ministry not only supplies the needs of the saints, but also overflows with many thanksgivings to God. Through the testing of this ministry, you glorify God by your obedience to the confession of the gospel of Christ. And by the generosity of your sharing with them and with all others, while they long for you and pray for you because of the surpassing grace of God that he has given you. Thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God.
5: And our second lesson this morning comes from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 17, starting on verse 11. I invite you to join with me now as we read together and listen together to the Word of God. On the way to Jerusalem, Jesus was going through the region between Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered a village, ten lepers approached him. Keeping their distance, they called out, saying, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he said to them, "'Go and show yourselves to the priests.' And as they went, they were made clean. Then one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back, praising God with a loud voice. He prostrated himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him, and he was a Samaritan. Then Jesus asked, "'Were not ten made clean?' But the other nine, where are they? Was none of them found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? Then he said to him, get up and go on your way. Your faith has made you well. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Come, Holy Spirit, come. Come be with us and among us. Come as the fire and burn. Come as the wind to refresh and renew. Convict, convert, and consecrate for our great good and for your greater glory. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. So one of the things that I like to do is when I like a TV show, I will watch episodes of that show over and over and over again. It drives my wife a little crazy. Of course, most of my favorite TV shows now are on MeTV or TV land. But one of my favorites that I continue to watch is Seinfeld a show about nothing that revolves around four friends, Jerry, George, Elaine, and Kramer living in New York. And one of the episodes that I like from that series is called The Face Painter. Now, in this episode, Jerry, Elaine, and Kramer and Elaine's boyfriend, David Putty, Get free tickets to a hockey game between the New Jersey Devils and the New York Rangers from another mutual friend named Alec Berg. Now, Putty is a fan of the New Jersey Devils, and he is the one who paints his face red and black, looking like a devil in order to support his team. And so the main storyline is about Elaine trying to understand why a seemingly normal person would paint their face and scream and act crazy at a hockey game. But the other storyline in this episode involves Jerry and Kramer and the issue of gratitude. After the game the next day, Kramer barges into Jerry's apartment as he always does, and he asks him if he has called Alec Berg to thank him for the hockey tickets. And Jerry replies, Why do I have to call him? I thanked him five times when he gave us the tickets. And Kramer says, It is common courtesy. And Jerry responds, No. I am taking a stand against all this overthinking. And Kramer replies again, Jerry, good manners are the glue to society. You know what is going to happen. He is going to be upset if you don't call him, and we are not going to get tickets to the next hockey game. And then the rest of the episode continues with Jerry struggling whether to thank Alec Berg once again. But I wonder, do you think we are a society that overthanks one another? Or do we not give enough thanks for the gifts and the blessings in our lives? Do you wonder if gratitude could be the glue that could actually hold us together? There is a car in my neighborhood that I would see every morning when I went walking that has a MAGA bumper sticker. A MAGA sticker with a slight tweak to it. It reads, Make America Grateful again. Now, part of our American history does include gratitude. Thanksgiving began with a gathering between the Puritans and the Native Americans, where they supposedly got together and ate venison and eels and shellfish and drank a lot of spirits with one another. And the gathering lasted a few days, and it sealed a treaty between the two peoples. It brought them together. The colonists would continue to have designated kind of random days of thanksgiving, days of prayer to God for a blessing that had occurred, such as the end of a drought. The Continental Congress proclaimed a national day of thanksgiving after the enactment of the Constitution. And in the 1850s, when the North and the South were divided from one another, and when there was such great division in our land, there was a push by several people to make a national day of thanksgiving to promote unity in our country. And Abraham Lincoln finally made that a reality in 1863 during the Civil War when he did designate the fourth Thursday of November as Thanksgiving Day. Gratitude is a big part of our history, and it is a big part of our spiritual lives as well. Do you think we need to make America grateful again? Have we forgotten as a nation and a people to give thanks for our blessings? On this weekend, when we give thanks for our veterans and for all those who have served to protect freedom... And as we move closer to another Thanksgiving Day, we hear a story in Scripture about Jesus and ten lepers that underlines for us the importance of gratitude that calls us not to forget about giving thanks. In this passage, Jesus is traveling to Jerusalem, somewhere in the region between Samaria and Galilee. And before he crosses into the next village, he hears the anguish calls of the ten lepers seeking mercy for their disease. It was not unusual for a group of lepers to be together and to be situated on the outside of a community, for the lepers were outcast, outcasts from restaurants, jobs, schools, places of worship. All of society to avoid contact with non lepers and avoid spreading their disease. And so they often bonded among themselves and kept close to populated areas in order to seek charity. Seek and ye shall find, Jesus once said. And the lepers hit the jackpot when they do seek and find Jesus strolling into town. And Jesus hears their cry and sees them and responds, Go and show yourselves to the priests. And it seems like an odd command. For at other times, Jesus just says a word or touches someone and they are healed. But here Jesus does something a little different. But the lepers do not care. They have some hope. And off they go to see the priest And they do not get very far on their journey before they are made clean, healed of their disease. And at first glance, our passage seems like another healing story in the Gospel of Luke. It follows the usual form of a healing story. A need is present, a cry for help occurs, Jesus responds, and then healing happens. But then something unusual occurs in this story that makes it stand out and becomes something more than just a healing story. For one of the lepers takes notice that he is healed and he runs back to Jesus, praising God along the way. The writer Diana Butler Bass says that gratitude is both a noun and a verb. She says it is a feeling and a choice and the feeling arises unannounced and the choice takes a lifetime of practice. Gratitude is certainly not a natural instinct for us as human beings. We have to teach our children again and again to say thank you to others. And in our story... The leper seems to be a poster child for the feeling aspect of gratitude, someone who reacts spontaneously to this act of kindness and compassion from Jesus. But despite the joy and the motion right in front of him, Jesus does not seem like a happy camper, for Jesus' attention is not on the one who has returned but on the other nine, who take the gift of healing with no praise, no worship, not even a thank you note. Where are they? Jesus asked. And it is curious to wonder what happened to the other nine. Perhaps they were just being obedient, going on to see the priest as Jesus commanded them to do. Or maybe they were just so overjoyed with healing, so anxious to return to society that it did not occur to them to give thanks. But it is the Samaritan, an outsider in the Jewish tradition, who does take the time to give thanks for the gift that he has received. And Jesus says to him, get up and go on your way, for your faith has made you well. Now, all of the lepers received healing in this story. Jesus does not reject anyone, but it is the one who returns with thanksgiving who receives something more. He is made clean and he is made well. And the word made well is the same word that is also used for salvation. So the leper who returns receives not just healing, but also the gift of salvation. You see, the power of giving thanks, the power of gratitude, is that it can open the door for other gifts from God. The German theologian Dietrich Bonhoeffer put it this way. He says, Only the one who gives thanks for the little things receives the big things. We prevent God from giving us the great spiritual gifts he has in store for us because we do not give thanks for our daily gifts. We pray for the big things and forget to give thanks for the ordinary small gifts. How can God entrust great things to the one who will not thankfully receive from him the little things? You have a grateful spirit this day. I'm reminded of a scene in the movie The Blind Side. Now, this movie is based on a story of Michael Orr, a homeless black teen who ends up living with a successful, rich Tui family. And the scene is in, in, at Thanksgiving. And the mother, Leanne, played by Sandra Bullock, has set up a buffet for Thanksgiving. There is turkey and mashed potatoes, green beans, deviled eggs, rolls, all sorts of food for the feast. And the father, Sean, and the daughter, and the son, and Michael grab a plate and begin filling it with food. And then the father, and the daughter, and the son go back into the den— Sit on the sofa and the chairs and continue watching football and playing video games as they eat. But it is Michael who takes his plate of food and goes to the dining room table and begins eating. And Le- Leanne, the mom, sees him eating all by himself. And so she turns off the TVs, and all the family then gathers with Michael at the table. With the table properly decorated and all the fixings in front of them. They hold hands and they say a prayer as a family, thanking God for their new friend in their lives, for their blessings, and asking God that they do not forget all of the blessings in their lives. It is the outsider, the stranger, who reminds the family about blessings that they have taken for granted. It is the outsider and the stranger that compels the family to give thanks. And in the process, they share a holy moment together where they become closer and a more connected family. The challenge for us all is to not forget about thanksgiving. And in the words of Diana Butler Bass, to develop habits and practices of gratefulness that can change us for the better. For it is the power of gratitude that can change our perspective on life. Making us more positive instead of negative. It is gratitude that builds community and connection with God and with others. It is gratitude that can open the door for more and greater things. The writer Anne Lamont says that her two favorite prayers are in the morning, help me, help me, help me. And then at bedtime, Thank you, thank you, thank you. Saying prayers of thanks, even if it is just saying thank you, writing thank you notes, keeping a gratitude journal, all of these things can help us develop an attitude for gratitude. For we can never say enough thank yous. And gratitude may just well be that glue That can hold us all together. Halloween is over. Christmas is fast approaching. But before we get into the holiday rush, let us also not forget about Thanksgiving, both the day of Thanksgiving and giving thanks each and every day. And then let's see where the Lord will lead us in our lives, in our nation and in our world. Today, we can begin giving thanks by singing together our next hymn, hymn number 102, Now Thank We All Our God. I invite you to stand as we sing together. Amen. (laughs) As we continue to respond to the word read and proclaim, let us now affirm our faith, faith, number 881, in the back of your hymnal. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, Amen.
0: friends, I'd like to invite you to now join me in the prayers of the people. Let's close our eyes and clear our minds and go to the Lord. Lord God, first and foremost, we would like to thank you for the opportunity to gather together on this day in Christian fellowship to learn how we can grow closer to you in our mission to serve your people and make disciples of Jesus Christ for the transformation of the world. We praise you for allowing each of us from our own diverse walks in life, to be able to worship you, to follow you, and most importantly, love you and be loved by you. On this day, we celebrate our veterans. We thank you for all the men and women who have stepped up to serve and defend our country. We thank you for the veterans who have sacrificed their time with loved ones and continue to do so in order to keep us all safe and allow us to be here today. We thank you for the veterans who have given the ultimate sacrifice and have claimed the promise of the resurrection. We thank you for the service of all veterans, and we continue to pray for them, their families, and all who love and support them. O God, in the midst of a world filled with brokenness of all kinds, we ask that you continue to remind us of your everlasting presence as our comforter, our advocate, and our miracle worker. We continue to ask for these prayers, especially for those who are involved in the conflict between Israel and Palestine in the Middle East that has claimed the lives of many on both sides. We pray for all the victims, and we pray for the families of those who have lost loved ones. We pray for those who found themselves powerless in light of this horrible and unforgiving conflict, and as we continue to lament, we ask for your guidance and wisdom to learn what we can do as the church to help broker peace to our broken world unifying god we thank you for the universal christian church and we thank you for the ministry and fellowship of our partner churches love center of unity and koinonia christian church we thank you for the countless church leaders and congregations around the world who are committed to serving others and building up the kingdom of god here on earth ever-present god in light of today's message help those of us who are struggling to experience and express gratitude due to the world's challenges and our life circumstances. We ask that you continue to make yourself known to us and help us to learn how we can be aligned in your purposes. We thank you for your grace and love that has reconciled our relationship with you and continues to renew and refine us. We ask all this in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, the one who taught us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Before we proceed with our offer tour, I'd like to invite Arun Peters, one of Reveille's very own, to give us an, an update on our stewardship.
6: Good morning, my name is Arun Peters and I serve as um, a member of the Stewardship Committee. My wife Mary and I have been members of Revely since 2021. I stand before you this morning to give you an update on this year's stewardship campaign. I also want to extend my thank yous to Pastor Pete for allowing me this opportunity. Now, growing up in New Delhi, India, I was blessed to be a part of a church which modeled our stewardship theme this year, Love in Action. In a predominantly Hindu country, stricken with poverty, I have witnessed God's people at work in the church and the community, serving and ministering to those who were not so very fortunate. From a very young age, my parents have instilled in me the importance of giving abundantly without any reservations. Now, when I moved to the United States over a decade ago and attended Reveille uh, when I was enrolled in seminary, I was awestruck at the immense generosity that I witnessed here at Reveille. After pastoring in rural Nebraska for seven years, my family relocated back to Virginia. At that time, it was an easy decision for us to make Reveille our church home. We knew we wanted to be a part of a church where we could experience love in action through the incredible children's ministry, music ministry, Bible studies, weekly worship, and committees. Today, Reveille still continues to amaze me and my family through its extreme generosity and involvement in our lives, as well as in the community. Through the generous giving by the members of this church, this community gets to witness our love in action. One example of this was the recent framing of the walls for the Habitat for Humanity house right out there. With that in mind, I am also, I'm so thankful for the ways that the members at Reveille show their love to others through their actions. We are just two weeks after Giving Sunday, and we have already received 194 pledges. 21 of those pledges are new this year, and 72 members have increased their giving from last year. We currently have um, $1,142,627 pledged. That places us a little bit behind where we were last year around this time. But the Stewardship Committee is confident that the members of this church will continue to share their love in action through their pledges in the coming weeks. And so on behalf of the Stewardship Committee, I want to thank all of you who have completed your pledge uh, to this church. For those of you who are still considering a pledge to Reveille United Methodist Church, I would encourage you to prayerfully consider making a pledge in the next week. Thank you so much for being a part of Reveille's mission to show love in action in our community.
0: And now I'd like to invite our ushers to come to the front so we can proceed with our offering and give our gifts back to God. God, we thank you for these gifts, and we pray now that these gifts that you've given to us, now we are given to others, that they be able to bless whoever needs and receives them. In the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. And now I'd invite, like to invite you to join me in our final hymn, page 664, Sent Forth with God's Blessing.
5: now as you go forth. Go forth with a grateful heart, giving thanks to the Holy One for all of our gifts and blessings. Go now in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.